Welcome to the Spirit of Money podcast with your host, Beth Ann McMerrick. Here we weave together the elements of personal finance and business with the spiritual side of your money. Bust through your financial barriers and transform your life, mind, body, spirit, and wallet. Beth Ann guides you in a unique and enlightened approach on how to clear your financial chakra pathways, tune up your money vortex system, and manifest your dreams come true. Here's your host, Beth Ann McMerrick. to episode two of the Spirit of Money podcast. I am so excited that you're here. Today is how to find the soul in your money. You know, and this whole concept of finding the soul in your money, finding the spiritual side of your money really comes from belief system is the, that money is the root of all evil. And one of my main philosophies within my business and the work that I do is that Money is also this sacred, beautiful energy that here is, is here to support us, just like any, any, any other energy that we have on our planet, right? The energy that we have for air and fuel and transportation and, and different things, uh, even just ourself, we're all energy. So money just is a, another form of energy that we have a relationship with and that we have the ability to conduct and move based on our belief systems and our actions and things. So the finding the soul of your money is then now let's find the spiritual side instead of it being the root of all evil. How about it's the the root of all divinity <laughs> too, because well, I'll get into the because wise in just a minute. So welcome to the Spirit of Money podcast, episode two, how to find the soul in your money. The first step in finding the soul in your money is first looking at how money has actually supported you. I mean, one of the big tools that we use in our spiritual healing is looking at gratitude and how we're grateful for the things that are in our, in our lives. And one of the things to really realize is that money it actually is supports every everything that we have in our life, really, if you really, really think about it. I mean, the things that we make the most important in our lives are our homes, food, right, our cars, our outfits, our bling, um, education. There is a level of money is always there supporting it. Even if it's spending time with your family, right? Spending time with your family at home with your family is still you're there sitting on the couch or watching the football game or watching, you know, a movie together. Still 
somewhere along the line, money had to be there in order to buy that couch, to have that television set, to buy the movies, to buy the cable service, right? To have the lights on in the house, to have the house. The energy of money is always present in our lives. And it's just a matter of how we appreciate it and accept it in our lives. I mean, you may not have the amount of money that you want in your life at the moment. And that's because of our financial vibration that has been set. And our financial vibration ultimately is the amount of money that we allow in our life based on how we feel about our ability to receive money, manage money, our beliefs around money. Um, All sorts of variables determine what our money vibration is. And in my next episode, we're going to be talking about how to increase your money vibration and go into that a lot more in detail. So you'll definitely want to check that out in episode three. But for now, what I invite you to do is to focus on what it is and how it is that money is supporting you right now in your life. And not to judge how much money you have in your life, but just how is it there supporting you, right? How is it taking care of you and your needs and that your family's needs and, and those things that, um, that you're wanting to bring into your life because the money still comes. I mean, money is constantly flowing again. It's just amount of how much we allow in our lives. So one of the tips and one of the tricks that I like to do that really I mean, personally assisted me with feeling supported by money was that at one point, you know, I mean, my life, my financial life has been up and down because I've been a single mom and haven't had a consistent financial support other than myself in my life and in the life of my children. And so it would always, my feelings would always go up and down. I'd be stressed. And then when I had a lot of money, I'd be okay. But then I would be stressed again because I had a lot of money. And didn't quite have enough to do all the things that I wanted to do for my kids. So the first step really in feeling supported by your money and allow and and being in gratitude for how money has been supporting you is you find those moments in your days and in your weeks and in your months that at that moment, everything is handled, right? The rent's paid, the mortgage is paid, the bills are paid, the electricity is on, everybody's fed, everything's been taken care of, I've got everything we need, everything financially has been handled that gets to be handled and you're feeling safe and secure at that moment. And like I said, it's just moments. Sometimes it could just be once a month or once a week that you're feeling that way, but it's the the key is to start connecting with those moments. And in those moments, I invite you to just take a deep breath in, close your eyes and just and just acknowledge to yourself everything is perfect financially. I'm fully supported by money completely in this moment. I'm so grateful for how money is supporting me, how money I'm it showed up to pay my board my rent or my mortgage. It's here to pay the car payment. It paid this, it's done this. My family's safe. Everybody's cared for. And just be in that moment for yourself and meditate on that moment for yourself and and strengthening that energy and being in gratitude for how money has supported you. So step one in finding the soul of your money is being in gratitude, seeing how money has supported you and is it, and being gratitude for how that money has showed up in your life and recognize it 
right? Recognize that that money is everywhere. It's supporting us consistently. Even we think air is free and really it's not because money is still there to supporting us having good clean air just through corporations and businesses that take certain standards within their businesses to have quality emittance, emittance of their fuels and fossils and whatever that they're burning, doing what they do. There's a level of money that's there supporting it. There's also just in if you have a car, right? We do safeties and emissions here in Utah and our emissions testing. And that is about the amount of, oh, I'm sure somebody knows all these technical terms, uh, but ultimately, so what kind of exhaust is the is your car emitting. And if, if, if you don't pass the test, then there's repairs that gets to be done to your vehicle in order for that to happen. And that all is supported by money because the money gets to be there to do the repairs, to do the tests, to do this, to that, and the, the type of car and whatever, so that we could all breathe good, healthy air. That's the purpose of it. So get over it. We're going to have money here supporting us all the time. It's just a matter of, it's just a matter of how our relationship is with that money and how we allow ourselves, how much we allow ourselves to be in gratitude for it rather than cursing it, you know, for not being there, but being in gratitude for it when it is here. So that's step number one. Okay, the second step in finding the soul in your money is opportunity, opportunity. And this is a really interesting concept for me, especially because in my business, well, during my first few years of my career and working with these multi-million dollar businesses and these big housing industry that I was working in as a controller for, for many years, what was interesting to me was to see how easily the money came to these to these men who ran this these businesses. I would get bills and things that needed to be paid and taken care of and different things that were happening within the business and I'd be like, "Oh, wow. I wow, I, uh, I wonder where the money's coming for that." And lo and behold, money was always showing up. Money was always there. And it really blew my mind to see how easy and how at ease they were, these men that run these businesses, how at ease they were in creating these hundreds of thousands of dollars to buy property, to to cover payroll, to pay multi, half a million dollar weekly checks out to vendors. I mean, there's just the amount of money that was being processed through these different businesses just blew me away. But it was very exciting because at the same time, it, it also showed me that money was out there, that there's an opportunity to get money anywhere and everywhere. And it's just a matter of having a strategy for yourself, being confident in what you're doing and opening our eyes to the possibilities that's out there. And the thing about having more money, right, is not only is there more opportunity to, to receive money as far as creating businesses and doing things. But with money, there's also more opportunities for you personally. And that's the part that I love the most, because when you allow more money into your life, then you're able to take opportunities to further your growth, extend the the reach of your businesses, do the traveling, have the, you know, buy shoes for your kids, for example, right? I mean, the opportunity to invest in yourself and to put that money into yourself in he doing soul healing. I think that's probably the thing that I am most, most, most grateful for is that I have spent 
hundreds of dollars working with spiritualists and healers and doing so many different types of things within the healing community or just the personal, you know, self-help kind of stuff just to heal my own tragic wounds and hurts and disappointments and things like that just from my my own childhood and my own upbringing. And that has been so miraculous for me because every time I am able to do some healing and some clearing within myself and within my energy and within my soul, then all that that does is it just raises energetically, it raises the people around me. It also affects my clients that I work with. It also affects my business and and everything because I've opened up a space of healing and opened up my heart even more to receiving. And there's just so many different levels of healing that happens within our own soul searching, clearing life. And having the money to do that, having that money to heal those wounds and those pains has been such a gift for me. The other thing about opportunity and having more money in your life is that having the money in your life also allows you the opportunity for more education. And sorry, but I'm a every day always going to learn kind of gal. I don't think I'm ever going to stop learning because there is just so much fascinating information out there in the world. And books, I I love books. And so I invest a lot of my money in books as well. So I have a, a very nice little library that I truly enjoy that covers topics that I really enjoy. And having more education, having more knowledge, there's so many more things that can happen with learning more skills. Because as you become more skilled in different areas that are in alignment with your passions, then those are different skills that you can add to the value of your business and the value of what you do in your work. So so always getting more education is so important. And it doesn't mean have to have to have college education. Obviously, if you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer or certain things, there are specific classes and courses that, that you're going to want to take and degrees that you need to get. But there is still so many other places to get education and knowledge and learning. I mean, our online world is so full of amazing information and educational opportunities that you could just do right from home and right from com your computer. I'm sure many of you who are listening to this podcast have taken advantage of those online educational things. And it's it's just being able to, again, continue to allow yourself to grow and expand your abilities and your skills and, and those kinds of things. The other thing, opportunity is travel. Traveling has also been such an amazing, is an amazing opportunity. And when you have more money, you can travel more. I'll tell you a couple places I got to travel to India and to to Italy in the last few years. And oh, I learned so much. And I really came back with such a gratitude for so many things. First of all, about our American culture and our tax system, based on my experiences in India and how much I, I from that I, I gained such an appreciation for our tax system, albeit it's not absolutely perfect or fair. However, also our tax system also gives us infrastructure in the United States that this country that India didn't have because they don't have a very, their tax system is completely different. And our tax system we use for infrastructure and, and other things. Also from Italy, just seeing the artwork that was there and how much they enjoyed and how proud of they how proud they were as a people within their own culture about their art and the things that they create in their businesses and how proud they are in 
making everything from their food to their life experiences to their, you know, simple entertaining at the park, everything, there's an artistic element to it and and a deep appreciation and love for it. And I I fell in love with that energy and that feeling of and, and inspired by that feeling that I wanted to add that more into our American culture, our life culture, and, and it became part of my passion and mission and in my business as far as focusing on the creativity and our artwork and, and love and of and being proud from our heart space of of what it is that we do in our lives and, and how we create money in our lives or how we do everything in our life, right, is coming from our heart. So the opportunity to travel and to see different parts of the world and lo- learn more about myself and about our culture and for you too, right, to learn about yourself and about our culture is such an amazing opportunity in education. The trick about opportunity, again, is, is to be very open about the possibilities for you. If you start thinking about different opportunities that that you could possibly get into and then all of a sudden at the same breath start denying that possibility or denying that opportunity and like, oh, that's never going to happen or I can't make the money or this isn't whatever, you start limiting yourself and you lower your vibration. The part in looking at this opportunity piece is to allow yourself to be available and open to whatever comes your way and being open to those possibilities. Because the minute you start limiting how the money can come in or what is possible for you to do, then yes, you limit it. It's all just like that law of attraction, which actually brings me to our next step, actually, in finding the soul in your money is unlimited, unlimited. I don't know if you've noticed a pattern here, but the first couple spirit of finding the soul in your money was a support and then opportunity and now unlimited, which so far is S-O-U-L when you spell it all out. So unlimited, unlimited. Like I said, with this companies that I had worked for in these businesses, these multi-million dollar businesses, and I'd see the amount of money that just kind of went in and out, you know, and I'm, I'm just a little country girl, <laughs> definitely not country, but you know, that's what my mindset really was, was just very naive, very young, very sheltered. I, you know, my view of the world and I grew up in a little small town and of course, living in poverty and having very little money to see the amount of money that was going through these businesses and how easy it was for them to get it. I realized that really the money is unlimited, right? It it's everywhere. It's everywhere around us. And it again is connects back to our ability to receive and, and how we believe about what we believe about ourselves and the value that we bring to the world is is really how what ultimately kind of connects us to the amount of money that we allow ourselves to receive and bring into the world. So I encourage you to acknowledge and to see that there is a lot of money out there. It is unlimited. And a lot of the propaganda that goes around money and the belief systems that goes around money is to keep us limited, to keep us as individuals small and meek-minded and thinking less about ourselves and keep us spending, right? Keep us out spending to better ourselves in different ways by buying products and, and better quality things you know, ultimately buying things rather than than using the money to, to support ourselves in our growth and our spiritual healing and growth and education and knowledge, but rather in 
ways of how we make ourselves look good. So the belief system of keeping us thinking less of ourselves is really what we get in a lot of the TV programming, commercials, definitely, you know, magazines, different songs, just different places. So with different belief systems going around teaching us and telling us that we need to have certain things and use our money in certain ways and that there's only so much money that's out there because there's also a big fear that goes around in some of the financial institutions market marketing, right, in our banks and our lending institution and those businesses out there that are wanting us to consolidate loans, different things like that. There's some different marketing tools that they use to keep us in fear around our money. So realizing the money is unlimited and need, and so are you as an individual and what your capacity is and what it is that you could create in your life. And again, this is, we, we learn this from our spiritual learning. I mean, when you step into meditation, you see the unlimitedness of energy that you're able to connect into in these visions that you're able to connect to and experiences that we're each able to connect into when we go through meditation. And so knowing that you're an unlimited being means that you're also unlimited in creating the finances. And the part that makes it even more difficult, I I believe, as far as in the earth realm for us as spiritual beings and functioning with the money on the earth plane is that the earth is so much more grounded, right? It's so much more grounded. And so we tend to go with our mind and our belief system so much more because we think that there's a wisdom and at our deeper level, we've always been taught to, you know, think about it, think about it, think about it, ponder it, think about it, you know, and not really go with our own hearts and intuition. And that's the part that that stepping into that spiritual side of you and the spiritual side of money is is stepping into that unlimited energy that it is expansive, that we have control, that we live in our heart space in that open expansiveness of what's available to us. And as you do that, as you step into that unlimited piece of, of knowing around money and the energy of money, then ideas are going to start coming to you like crazy. Different ideas are going to come to you as far as what you can do to create that money. And that's the part that's so exciting is then all of a sudden you start seeing those opportunities, right? You start seeing the opportunity to to create the products that you're meant to create, to create the educational, the the knowledge, the service-based businesses, whatever it is, you start seeing those opportunities to come about doing it. So unlimited, allowing that unlimited view and, you know, it doesn't have to be the way grandma and grandpa did it. Grandma and grandpa had a whole different lifestyles than we do. They had a whole different belief system. They had a whole different, um, financial responsibility than we did. And so we really get to honor the past and those lessons and and be grateful from them, but actually like learn from them and move forward. And that piece of learning from them move forward is to think for ourselves, right? To claim our own individual power and identity and our own belief system and a belief system that serves us as a base being on this planet rather than just following what everybody else says we're supposed to do. And that's what or where we end up falling prey to not having enough money and being upset about our money because we're upset and dissatisfied with what our life is like. So it's a it's a very delicate balance, but it really is a beautiful one as you allow yourself to go into it and having 
being able to have the life that you want is really the best and, and loving every bit of it and loving that life. That actually brings me to step number four in how to find the soul of your money. And that is likability, likability. So we've got support, opportunity, unlimited, and likability. And that's what brings all of these together is loving and liking where your money is going, right? Being in gratitude and love really are almost the same thing. With gratitude, with deep gratitude, there's love there at the same time. And loving where your money is going and loving how the money is supporting you is so important because, you know, I just think about the postman, right? The postman. The postman goes around and he and she, they work so difficult, so hard delivering mails and delivering letters and sorting it all out. And they get up at these God awful hours in the morning to do this grinding work. And then they have to wear those ugly uniforms. I'm sorry, post people, but they're really just, for me, it's just so stinking stifling, right? What I really appreciate and think about is that these post people have children's and family too. Even though I'm really getting sick of the post stamps every freaking time I turn around, they're now turning up to be more pennies, more pennies, more pennies. I mean, they keep adding pennies to it. I'm like, really, everything is just starting to get so outrageously expensive. I'm grateful that I'm grateful to to do that because what I also know that's happening is that it's also supporting these post people in buying their tennis shoes for Timmy, for their little Timmies, for their kids. And that's how I feel about taxes as well. And about just everything as my money goes out into the world, taking care of my utility costs, the sewer costs, the rent, the insurance. What I know what's happening is that money's going out into the world and supporting my community in a way. And the community that's doing these services for me, like uh, the electric guys, I mean, oh, can you imagine like, thank you, electric guys, I, I just have to say, because during like the most horrible, awful of storms, and they have to go out into it. And not only do they have to go out into it, but they're outside of their vehicles and the storming and, uh, you know, electricity's happening and flashing and trees are falling and winds blowing and they're getting in these stinking cranes and going up and tying off things. I mean, it just I'm so grateful they're they're supporting my luxury electricity. <laughs> and if you are a person who's experienced not having electricity for a long time, you know what I mean about there's just this different level of gratitude for it. And so that's really what it's about is, again, you get the electric bill and you're like, yay, thank you so much, because I've had this electric service for, you know, supporting me and my family for this X amount of stuff so we could do all kinds of things so we can sit and watch football games together, right? I mean, that's what's awesome is because that money is there all supporting you in coming together and experiencing fun times and, and things together as a family, but also for yourself. And the other part about likability, again, is focusing on how you want to make your money and liking and loving what you're doing when you're making your money. That's the other part about living heart-centered and, and really creating a business for yourself that is heart-centered, that is in alignment with who you are and what your divine mission is and what your divine passion is. Not going for a career and job just because of the amount of money that you can possibly make from it, but because it's something that you're truly passionate and interested in. And that goes, again, hand-in-hand hand with the opportunities 
that you take on, right, is that you want to make sure that there are opportunities that you like, that they're in alignment with you, that your your heart just opens and expands like when you think about actually doing these things. And that goes with taking the classes and who you work with, right? You've got to have an appreciation and like for the person that you're working with, for the person that you're working as a spiritual healer, it's a a spiritual healer with you, that you're liking the actual class that they're taking, right? I mean, it's sad to me how many times I've heard people say, you know, they really wanted to take this, but another person had decided that they didn't think that it was a good idea. And so they didn't do it, even though they were very excited about it. So somebody discouraged them in taking a particular class because, you know, the husband or the boyfriend or the wife or the girlfriend or, you know, anybody, the mother or the father, somebody said something to them about they didn't think that was a good idea. And so we shrunk back, you shrunk back and decided, okay, no, I'm not going to do that. And the point to realize is that's coming from their fears and from their belief systems. But if it's something inside of you, that's like, go for it, do it. You know, that's your own internal divine dialogue speaking through you to you to assist you in guiding you. You know, you're always getting that guidance. Always, always, always. It's just a matter of whether or not you're listening to it and actually taking action on it. So like where your money is going, love where your money is going, really. I mean, just enjoy it. Make those decisions around your money because it's something that you truly, truly feel heart-centered that that's for you. And trust in that process that's happening because you're being guided that way. You know, I really think that whole heart energy and that vibration that we get within inside of us is part of us deciding whether or not it's we're fearful or if it's excitement. And a lot of times because of our belief systems, we decide it's fear rather than excitement. And so letting your heart, you know, that openness that your heart lead you to it, even when you're trying to make a decision. And I do this all the time when I'm trying to make a decision on whether or not I should invest in certain things, whether it's a coaching program or investing in a retreat or even just, uh, like if I'm going to vendor somewhere or I'm going to set up a show and go do something or different parts of my business, I always go to my heart and I just and ask and connect with myself. And I, there's a whole process I go through that as to whether or not that's my true yes for me to go, because I don't want my fears and my judgments and my unknown beliefs getting in my way of certain things, because I don't always know what's going to happen. I do not always know what's going to happen. I just get to trust and I just go, okay, here's my next step. I just see what my next step is. And I just follow my heart and I breathe. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to follow it and I'm going to do it. And that's what, what we all get to learn how to do, because this is all, we're all on the same journey. We're all human beings. We all have these same uh, capabilities and abilities. It's just a matter of at what level we're actually using them within ourselves. So how to find the soul in your money, support, opportunity, unlimitedness, and likability, right? How is the money supporting you? Giving yourself those moments to be in that perfect moment and to recognize it and being in gratitude for, for all of it. Being excited for the opportunities is another, right? The next one, opportunity is being excited for those opportunities that's out there and realizing that when you allow yourself to have more money, it gives you more opportunity. And so increasing your vibration is is going to be key and healing your heart and soul is going to be key in you increasing your vibration. And 
you know, in fact, really, that's what this whole podcast is all about, is assisting you in increasing your vibration and shifting those belief systems for you to increase your vibration so that you can bring in more money in your life. So keep listening because it's here too, right? It It doesn't always have to be having that money there. If you want that information, if you're looking and always looking for the opportunity for growth and, and expansion, and you have a question that is the answers are going to come to you and they're going to come to you in multiple ways. And one of the ways could be free information. So much of my stuff has come free just from internet emails, different things that have happened. But then there's been times when I've actually got to make a financial uh, investment in it. And that was an important part of my financial growth as well as making those financial investments in myself because it's a different a different level. Unlimited, allowing yourself to see that the money is unlimited and being open to that unlimitedness possibilities and that expanded growth of money that can happen in your life. And it's very exciting because you get to start seeing the opportunities and then you're being grateful for stuff. And then it's like you're a little kid on Christmas morning or Christmas Eve and like you can't wait for Christmas morning because it's like every day because you're just so excited about your life and you're loving it, right? And you're liking it and you're loving where your money's going and you're loving how your life is going. And it all just kind of, it all comes together and it just, it starts at ground zero and you work your way up. You work your way up. It's like a spiral. It's always spiraling and moving just like our seasons and our days and the, and our months. It's always spiraling and moving forward. And so is our, our energy and our growth and our expansions as individuals and beings. So yay, there you go. I'm excited. That was great. I'm so excited for you and really do deeply desire and hope that you take this information in and listen to this podcast a few more times because there was a lot of information in here. If you can really get through this piece of finding the soul in your money, it really brings you to a different level in in your life and in the the joy of life and the quality of, of your life. And it's such a beautiful place to be. And I wish that for, for each of you. So to wrap this episode up, I wanted to share with you my process in finding my own inner yes. And what I basically do, if there's something specific I'm trying to make a decision about, or I'm unsure about something, I will just go within myself, I close my eyes, I ask myself the question, and then I wait for a response from my higher self. And usually I get a response right away. For me, how it feels when I get a yes, I get my heart opening. Um, I feel a very calm, warming feeling. When it's a no for me, immediately I'll get a gut wrenching feeling within my stomach and it just like, like, no, 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 don't do that. And I found this works really well when I'm trying to decide whether or not if it's even a person that I should be trusting or not. Again, I don't want my own judgments and my own fears getting in the way. And so when I'm able to go into myself and ask within myself, I get a much better answer for myself. And if I'm not 100% positive, like, was that yes, a true S? Yes. Then I'll ask myself the same question several times and during different times of the day, just to continue to confirm that yes or that no to just to make sure. So for you to get started to find out how to discover your own inner yes and no, the way I would suggest you doing this is 
first of all, you have to figure out how your body will respond to a yes and a no. And to do that, you first start with asking your higher self, what is, is your name? And you specifically would say your name is my name blank. And you would say a different name other than what it is. So for me, it would be like, is my name Susan? No, no. Is my name Susan? No. Is my name Susan? No. And I feel what that energy, what that feels like. And then I, is my name Beth Ann? Yes. Is my name Beth Ann? Yes. And I feel a very different feeling within my body. And so you can try that as well and continue that asking yourself, is your name a specific thing or a specific name other than your real name? And then back to asking, is your name your real name? And you'll start discovering what that yes and no is for you. There are other methods that people use. I've heard people use muscle testing. There's another swaying energy. But for me, the one that works the best for me is this process I just shared with you is going inside and doing this yes and no. And again, it's something you have to follow. You just never really know and you've got to just trust it. One of the biggest ones for me that was when I made the decision to move in with my brother and his family. I sold my house in 2016 and was not ready at all to do the whole big house buying purchase things again. I just wanted to rent a little apartment, not have to worry about doing any household maintenance things. I just thought, I'll have a landlord that can take care of it. And until I figure out and decide where I really want to land and uh, put my roots in, I'll buy a house then. So I moved into this apartment, was there for about a year, and then decided that I needed to move into another space. But I wasn't quite sure yet where I was going to go. And I had been looking around through the valley, looking through the valley, trying to find some place and found some cute places I found some great places that would work, but something weird would come up with them that it ended up not working out. And the option for me to move in with my brother, he had a little room in his basement and it was perfect timing because I was just at the end of the lease. They're like, just, you can move here temporarily until you figure out where you want to move. And I was like, okay. And wasn't sure, you know, and like I said, every time I went to go and I found another apartment or found some other place to, to move into, something weird would happen. Like for one place, for example, I have this beautiful China curio cabinet and it wouldn't fit in the elevator for me to move it up to the floor that I would be moving into. So that wouldn't work out. Well, so I kept asking, should I move into my brother's? Yes. Move into my brother's? Yes. Move into my brother's? Yes. Okay. All right. I'll do it. I'll trust it. And so I moved into my brother's and it, it really was a great experience. I absolutely loved living with them and he, his two boys and his wife and, and it was a lot of fun and it was great living with family again for a little while. I then end up finding another apartment about eight months later. And this, this is where I'm, now in my little duplex, I'm actually in a little duplex right now. What ended up, it's the perfect, 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 perfect little place for me right now. One, because it has these amazing brick walls. It's all a cinder block house. So it became perfect cushioning for my podcast room here. 
because of the sound, the, the sound quality is awesome. And so I haven't had to go to any kind of a studio to record the podcast. I can just do it here. Plus, it's just like eight minutes away from my office. I don't have to worry about neighbors up or down. It's absolutely perfect. And I know that my higher self and my angels guided me to this place. And had I moved into another apartment and signed a year's lease, I would have lost this place. I would not have been able to to be at, in this place because like I said, it, it opened up eight months later and here I am, I'm in it. So you always have to just follow that inner yes or no for you and trust in it. The trust, trust, trust in it because we very often are using our own judgments and our fears and concerns when it comes to making some particular decisions. And when we try and make a decision of who we should invest in, is this a good money decision? Is this a person that I can trust? Is this something that I really should be doing? Should I go here? Should I do that? Any of those questions that you're really struggling with and wanting to have some higher guidance with, you can ask your higher self. Not ask everybody, you know, in the world, not asking everybody else's opinion, because the, again, it'll be their fears and their judgments that comes up. You get to be true to you and allow yourself to follow your heart, follow your yes, and go for those divinely guided opportunities that are there for you. Well, my money peeps, that is our show for today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I do truly hope you found some inspiration and some divine insight. I wish you many, many money blessings. Peace in. Thank you for listening to the Spirit of Money podcast. Are you ready to transform your money life? Imagine making money that nourishes your body and soul. Visit DivineMoneyMastery.com for more information about products and services created to empower your money life and to contact Beth Ann via email, Facebook, and Instagram. Sign up to receive a complimentary ebook written by Beth Ann, Five Steps to Money Peace of Mind Quick Guide. Discover the spiritual side of your money to increase your abundance and divine financial wealth. Join us next time on the Spirit of Money podcast.